Good day to you. You are listening to the Path to Zion podcast where we are rediscovering the ancient way. Thank you if you are a normal, regular, every time an episode posts listener. Or if this is your first time, thank you so much for tuning in today. You can always find us online at pathtozion.com, Facebook, YouTube, all those things. Um, man, I am, I am so, <laughs> oh man, I'm so over ready, if that's even a word, to do podcast episodes. Man, I'm telling you, I have got the longest list I may have ever had as far as study topics that I have got to get to. Man, like, I don't know if I should just make this podcast episode and the next episode and the next and the next. Just like this constant confession <laughs> of not tending to all of these things in regards to studies and teachings and recordings. I, man, I'm telling you, praise the Lord, His ways are perfect. His ways are right. His ways are good. He set times and He set seasons. He set Sabbath and days. The sun and the moon. Sun to govern the day and the moon by the night and He hung the stars. He marked days. He marked months. He marked new moons and Sabbaths. Praise the Lord. For, and He is perfect in every possible way. He gave us the, the Moedim. And we were warned in the scriptures that, that in the last days men would come and, and attempt to change them. What did they change? <laughs> the seasons. The marked days. The holy days. Man, don't, I don't even have time to get into all of that. But I just want to be clear from the very outset, even from the words that come out of my mouth, that I, in fact, honor the Creator in His ways. And, in real life, as a man with many responsibilities and challenges and things on the table of being a responsible business owner father, husband, brother, friend. Man, my plate is is full. It continues to be full in this hour in this closing of the summer season on our house in our house and on our 10 acres. Man, I'm telling you, I sat down this morning to write out a list. I had to just stop. I had to just stop and and I went to my wife and I'll just be honest. This is just who I am. I went to her and I asked her to just pray for me. And I just had tears in my eyes. In the open confession that, you know what, God, I just feel overwhelmed. I feel overwhelmed by the responsibilities of life. I feel overwhelmed by the, the tasks that I have to do. that are absolutely dependent upon me, and equally so, God, when do I give myself to myself to all of these studies that you've put within my heart? God, still asking questions such as, God, do I just sleep too much? Do I 
what how you know what measure of sleep do I truly require I mean I'm honestly putting that before the Lord with great regularity do I need to get up an hour earlier than I already do to to set apart this time I don't know these are questions we have to ask ourselves in the midst of whatever circumstances we find ourselves within in our home in our jobs in our ministries meaning the functions of who we are where Yahweh God has placed us as as whoever we are whatever function you fill hopefully you know yours we're told clearly in Scripture that we all have a function and a purpose in the church the body I'm not interested in telling you or anyone else how the body doesn't do anything she doesn't care she's just a uh, a consumer well of course we know those things well why is she that way that's the way the church has taught her to be <laughs> the regular order of the organized church as a whole as far as an umbrella a broad scope if you will not every church but the majority incrementally feed the body bite-sized morsels of snacks if you will <laughs> spiritual snacking just enough to keep you on life support and coming back and bringing your your tithes and offerings but just really lacking vibrancy and purpose and what I always go back to that almost everything seems to hinge upon really identity our identities have been lost the greatest identity of the grafted in reality of why Yeshua Messiah came in the first place we've just been told he just died a horrible death on a on a rugged cross to wipe away my sin culmination of everything the cross no more sin instead of that just being a rightful part of the whole a, a part yes a great part of course a vital part a part that like void of that we have no hope or redemption unless the father would have created some other way to do so but his his choice what pleased him if we're going to use scripture to talk about anything and there and therefore everything <laughs> it pleased the father to crush the son why <laughs> to purchase us to redeem the Gentile people man where do we go with these things it's solar system size discussions always at hand always right here right before us at all times so to stick to my point thus far man what are you called to to what extent are you called to give your life to study to fast to pray to intercede to minister to other people you know what this this is this is where we're gonna go today
This isn't what, even what I had intended. But this morning in our whiteboard teaching in our house, and again, we do this with great regularity, we talked about the importance of, of loving one another. And importance really doesn't even cover it fully. I think we know that. We, in the church, kind of throw around the word love. We don't really probably understand it appropriately. What is love, really? I mean, the whole world thinks they know how to define love, whether it's physical attraction or you love, I don't know, a, a, a sport. You love hiking. You love the mountains. You love this, you love that, you love this person. But we talked about 1 John chapter 4. And it, it makes it, it's an interesting start to this verse. It says, no one has seen God at any time. <laughs> no one's ever seen God. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then it says the word but. No one's seen God at any time before, but if we love one another, He abides in us. He makes us His home. If, man, I'm telling you, the Scripture is overflowing with the if-yous of our lives. If you, then He. So if we love one another, He abides in us. He makes us His home. And if we love one another, if, then His love, His perfect love, the perfect love of the Father, is completed and perfected in us. It's completed. It's perfected. It sees its fulfillment, its purpose. One version, I think it was the CJB. I want to remember it rightly. I think it said it, it, the goal of the love of the Father is brought about within this loving. It's been brought to its goal, its purpose, in us when we love one another. And so here's the question I feel just rising up in me this morning. It's a major component of my life constantly, daily. I don't know why, other than availing myself to it. But here's a, here's a challenging question to you, friend. Is your day-to-day -day life... Are the routine circumstances of your life geared around loving one another? Loving others. Let's be specific. Loving the body of the Messiah. How much of your average day, I mean, let's be literal. <laughs> you have 24 hours in a day and you probably sleep at least 8 hours of those days. Of each day. 
So of those remaining hours, your awake hours, how much of what you do is fueled by loving someone else other than yourself? How much of what you do is geared around yourself, what you need, what you want, what you have to do, versus others? And again, specifically, those in the body of Messiah. So let's be clear. We'll state this as one simple question. How many hours of the average day do you spend loving one another? Loving others? I'm giving you a moment. Seriously, this isn't just... 60 seconds to a more godly life. This is real life. We have to know an answer to that question. Because this is very clear in the Word of God that it is not as simple as God, you know, because, man, we want to just simplify everything. We don't need to really do anything. We just abide in the Father And the Father abides in us. We choose through often just through mental assent is really all we've reduced it down to. We are just towards God and he is in us. We ask Jesus into our heart and so, hey, we are God's dwelling. Poof, right? No prerequisite. Nothing for us to do now. Nothing for us to, oh, here's a word, oh boy, earn. Oh, you can't earn salvation. I'm not talking about salvation. It's a gift. It's a gift from God. Absolutely. Let We have to just really, man, we have to compartmentalize and, and rightly explain what we're saying when we speak this Christianese jargon. There are things for us to do, people. I hear so many people within the church just bask in the goodness gift of God. I don't have to do anything because if I do anything, I'm earning my salvation. No, man. I believe we talked about this on the program just mere days ago, how salvation is a gift. You cannot earn it. You must receive it. You must have a heart's posture of humility, servanthood, transparency repentance and the gift is given from a good perfect father you do nothing other than respond to God's wooing you no man comes to the father unless he draws them it's a gift the fact that he would reveal himself to any one of us myself first and foremost is a miraculous gifting activity it's a gift but here's the thing is like Most of us, if we're honest, have known a church that just, as I often say here, this is redundant, I know, but we preach a message, a gospel, that is primarily viewing and presenting the cross and salvation as the pinnacle, the culmination. If we can, quote, get everyone saved, we wash our hands and we're done. I mean, look at the the push 
for the Christian American church? How many people were saved? How many people were baptized? How many people were put into the role at the church? How many people were added in the membership counting? Why? Well, that's the goal. <laughs> that's the pinnacle. Now, of course, in this day and age, in the last 15 to 20 years, discipleship has gotten on the map, on the radar, if you will. But most of that is just discipleship books and classes and I don't know. Call lists for accountability, emails. How you doing, brother? You doing good, right? You doing good? Yes. Amen. God is good. All right, I'll see you next week. Check in with you next month. But we don't do much. Let's just be honest. The Christian American church just does not do much. <laughs> Why? Because of this fear-based misunderstanding that, man, if you do anything, you're going to be in the flesh. You're going to be in your flesh. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I don't know how in the world, world we're ever going to get to Yeshua's words of fulfilling. Oh, yeah, you're going to do what I've done, and you're going to do, do, do even greater. Oh, man. We... <laughs> We, Christian America, which I'm proud to say I'm not within, but their, their promotions have been the opposite of that fact that Yeshua said. If anything, it opposes it. Don't do anything. <laughs> Don't do anything. Except just be full of love. I'm just here to love people. Oh, boy. Um... Yes, and. So to get back to love into this verse in 1 John chapter 4 specifically, we have to realize again, there are prerequisites, there are criteria to be met in order to be God's abode, to be God's dwelling place. For His love to be fulfilled, perfected, and completed in us. Man, that's a beautiful gift. Do you realize that, friend, that the invitation to love one another is to, in order for, in order for you and me, of all people, us, likely a Gentile, cast-aside race of people, to be invited into the feasts and Sabbath, the calendar Moedim of God, through the blood of Yeshua the Messiah, now empowered and filled to full with the Holy Spirit, Ruach, breath of God, that blew down upon mankind and now fills us to full, spirit men, to love one another, not according to our flesh and what we see, and thereby, if we do this, as if that's not enough just to be empowered by by Yahweh God himself through the Son filled with the Holy Spirit to actually love perfectly as he loves one another. As if that's not enough, he goes on to say, he will abide in us and allow his love, his love now, not yours and mine, 
with our limitations and our own criteria, but His love, which is perfect, to be completed and perfected in us. I'm telling you, the Father heaps gift upon gift upon gift upon gift to His children. Not to everyone, not to every man, not to everyone who just says out of their mouth, yeah, I believe in God. No, 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 no. Criteria. Criteria. If you love me, keep my commands. Right? If you love me, keep my commands. Criteria is all over the Word of God from Genesis to Revelation. No change, no altering, no more, no less. I say all the time when, when Yeshua Jesus came, the Torah was not abolished, it was exalted even higher. It was lifted up even higher. Man, if you think it's too hard to keep the laws of God, if you think it's too hard to keep Torah, if you think it's too hard to look to the chair of Moses and to keep the Ten Commandments, if you think it's too hard for this and that, which we're told clearly in Deuteronomy, this is not too much for you. This is not burdensome. So you're already, you're already calling God a liar because that's what he spoke about his law pre-Yeshua. This is not too burdensome for you. So if you say you can't and never were meant to keep that, you're already calling God a liar. So let's be true. Let's be hard and honest on ourselves. It's too hard. It's too much. That's why Yeshua came. No, that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. That, man, that assaults the teachings of the Old Testament where it clearly says this is not too hard for you. So we have to remember, if we love him, we keep his commands. And if, if we say that that's too much, too hard, and Yeshua Jesus came and said what? Hey, if you murder someone, ah, oh, man, obviously, that's obvious. That's easy. What did Jesus say? I'm taking that and I'm adding to it. I'm exalting that to say, look, we're saying that and we're going into your heart's matters. We're going into your imagination. We're going into the the functions and activity of your innermost place. If you even contemplate murdering your brother, you're in sin. You're defiled. And so, man, I'm telling you, this could we could spend days talking about this principle. If you say, well, man, nobody can keep the Torah. Nobody could keep it. Number one, you're, you're opposing Scripture itself, which says this is not too much for you. This is not burdensome. And number two, there's no way in the world you can keep the laws and the teachings and the commands of Yeshua the Son. Why? Because he said, yes, that and I'm also adding, if you will, the addition of your heart's matters. Because what? Yeshua saw the heart. He looked according to the Spirit and saw the hearts of men. 
said what man you may look awesome on the outside in other words what you're keeping the law you're keeping the law yes and amen okay great that's what's expected of you but your heart is black and evil and empty friends we've got to give ourselves and I'll bring this to a close we've got to give ourselves to a broader understanding to approach and confront what we have been told Yeshua made it clear he did not come to abolish but to exalt to perfect and so it's interesting to me here even in first John where it's talking about the perfect love of the Father will be perfected and completed and brought to its fullness after we love one another which is what Yeshua was always talking about love God love one another what is it it's a starting point man we want to always floor it to the end tell me what I absolutely have to do bare minimum let me get there and then I'll be done gosh just leave me alone I can't quote do all that stuff oh friends don't be that guy don't be those people we can do what we choose to do let's just bring today to a close before I get off on another another side road going into some deeper things that I don't think are for us today because we're already at 26 minutes so friends let's love one another again to go back to the question I inserted midway through the episode how much of your day is thinking about in your heart now in your heart what can I do today to love someone and man listen to what I'm saying please love has to look like something love is meant to look like something a demonstration an action a function true religion is what helping with action orphans and widows entertaining angels giving yourself purposely with intent to the least of these clothing touching praying for imparting giving 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 not just financially because that can be empty too but giving of your of your actual hands and feet and words And what if this verse is insinuating in absolute closing that you know what this is how we see God because it starts out saying no one has seen God at any time but if you do these things God will make you his abode and allow his awesome love to be perfected and and come to pass in us what an honor what a privilege man what a privilege we have been invited into it's incredible we don't deserve it it's God's way though it's God's awesome way man he wants to use humanity to say on earth as it is in heaven right here right now in us let us be a people who do that let us be a people who give our lives to love one another
patdesign.com is the place to hang out. Make sure you subscribe there for our email notification news newsletter thingy. All we do is let you know. It automatically lets you know when a new podcast posts. That's all it is. New episodes, hopefully more on the horizon. I've got a busy week this week, of course. Need to try to tend to it. Oh, other things. Listen, I'm about at my destination. I've got some exciting news about some new equipment I ordered this morning. Man, for all the people who gave, thank you again. Man, we raised almost $1,000 for the podcast in a week. Man, I'm so blessed I can't hardly... Man, I don't even know what to talk about. I don't even know what to say other than new equipment's coming. It's an incredible blessing. If you want to help us, partner with us, join with us, call it what you want. I don't know. I'm not I'm not going to send you a paper uh, prayer cloth. I'm just going to say a huge thank you <laughs> and blessings in unseen places. So be encouraged today. Thank you for listening. Let's stay on the path to Zion, rediscovering the ancient way. Amen.